couple of tickets in Texas, won a million bucks. Check your ticket. 13, 19, 20, 32, and 33. Mega ball of 14. The Mega Plier was two times. That would be two times. But somebody over in Florida won it all. Yeah, $1.58 billion. Lump sum payment of $784 million. But there were some $1 million and a couple of $2 millions. And uh, somebody here in Texas actually picked up a million bucks or so. So you might want to check your numbers and see if your numbers match up on, uh, on Mega Millions from last night. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Trey Ware here on KTSA along with Elaine and Jimmy and Don and you at 210-599-5555. We start off right here at our border where now we have video footage of armed men from the cartels operating on our side of the border. Armed cartel gunmen with really big automatic weapons. Oh, you know, Joe Biden would call them weapons of war that have no business on the streets of America. Well, then, Joe, what are you going to do about it? They're on the streets of America. These guys came across. They, we have the video footage, also the drone video footage of them coming across, all dressed in their military gear with their really big guns. And guess what? They're on the loose in America somewhere. They don't know where they are. They don't know, meaning our guys don't know where these cartel gunmen are. They are operating somewhere here in the United States. And yet, Joe Biden continues to send billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars over to Ukraine to fight a war we have no business fighting. Meanwhile, while the cartel gunmen are operating here in the United States freely and openly, an influx of illegal immigrants blocking a busy bridge in Brownsville, Texas, disrupting traffic, blocking the Gateway International Bridge in Brownsville. Which brings me to the very pathetic Joaquin Castro, the commie from San Antonio, along with his brother, commie Castro's in San Antonio. And they brought this Democrat delegation to uh, San Antonio and to the border yesterday with the sole intent of, you know, making political hay for themselves. They don't care about what happens with people down at the border. But there he is, a la AOC, crying at the fence. I can't believe this wire is here, and I can't believe the... You want to hear it? Hey, Jimmy, why don't we play that for him? On number six We're here. treating these asylum seekers, these human beings, like animals. You see the razor wire here, you see right over there those uh, barrel traps that have concertina wire on them. You see clothing of, of people, including kids, that are that's stuck to the wire, literally stuck to the razor wire. They're forcing Border Patrol to stay away from some of these areas when it's the Border Patrol that actually has responsibility uh, for all of this process. <laughs> and what, did he, what else did he say? He said something about this is uh, Greg Abbott's boogeyman is the border and the migrants. And what he's doing is scaring Texas. There's a bunch of people coming across the river, coming here to harm them. Greg Abbott is Kukui. Kukui. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Joaquin Castro, dumbassy. And so uh, yeah, he says, oh, it's a barbaric campaign of cruelty against migrants. And who the are... razor wire is racist. Right. And, and it's on the buoys. <laughs> it's not on the buoys. There is razor wire down there. And by the way, let me just tell everybody that's across the river who would like to come over here, come here legally, and you won't be cut by razor wire. Come here legally, and you won't drown in the water. See, Joaquin, that's what you should be saying. 
That's exactly what you should be saying. And the other person who came with him, this Garcia chick, what's her name? Anyway, she was here, and she's uh, Sylvia Garcia. And she says, I've never seen any crying, crying. Fake tears, of course. I've never seen anything like this in our own country. To see all these barriers that are all set up, it almost looks like they're trying to trap wild hogs. The cruelty of the barriers in the water is just so graphic, I can't stand it, she said. <laughs> Sheila Jackson Lee was there. We're going to do something about this, man. We're going to get rid of this. This, this, yes, we got to go, man. <laughs> Okay, uh, let me ask all you whack jobs this. What about the deaths in Texas? When are you going to talk about all the dead bodies that are strewn all over the ranches, all across South Texas that I have I have received the pictures of? And Joaquin, by the way, I know you have too because I sent them to you. I know you've seen those dead bodies. You're not talking about that, are you? You're not talking either about the trash pictures that I have sent you of all the trash, and I mean piles and piles of trash, clothing, wrappers of food, trash, just trash, all along the border. How come you didn't show that yesterday, Walk? Hmm? What's up, bud? How come, Walk? Congressman Castro. How come you didn't talk about the fentanyl that's coming across the border that's killing our children in the United States, killing our kids here? How come you didn't talk about that, Walk? And how come you didn't talk about these cartel gunmen that are running all around here, dressed in their military gear, ready to kill people in this country? How come you didn't talk about that, Walk? You see, you have an agenda. And we know what your agenda is. First of all, it's a political agenda. Second of all, you hate the country. That's okay. You, you know, you're allowed to hate America if you want to hate America. Just admit it, though, you know. Don't try to BS people that you care about the migrants. You don't care about nobody. You know what you care about? You care about yourself. That's it. You care about yourself and your political future. I know that about you because I've known you a long time, you and your brother both, and your mama. Your mama really hates this country. She hates everything this country stands for, and she passed that on to you. Now, the truth of those barricades are, Walk, if you just did just a scintilla, the word you Democrats like to use, of investigation into this, those barricades, whether they're in the water in form of buoys or fence on our side of our freaking country, son, they're saving more lives. Because people are looking at that and they're saying, I'm not going to try that. I'm not going to try it. It's keeping them out of the water. And they're actually going down to the bridge. And when they go down to the bridge, they come into country and they don't drown. And they don't get caught in wire. And they don't lose their lives. They come across safe and healthy to that life you say they're seeking. So if that's the case, you shut your mouth and you go back to D.C. and you do a little thing in D.C., you, you know, do all your little Democrat crap in D.C., and let the state of Texas defend our own damn borders because we're doing a pretty damn good job without D.C. You know what? We don't need you, Walk. We don't need D.C. Texas take care of itself. Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. America's Diamond offers our five-year, 60-month... KTSA.com. 
Oh, you plenty of fun sunshine around to walk on these days, man. Wow. <laughs> We're not missing out on the sunshine, are we? All right, it's 520 now at KTSA. So Joe Biden flew across the country in a huge jet, followed by other jets and fighter jets and more jets carrying big black SUVs for him to ride around in and tell you how you have to sacrifice for the climate. <laughs> oh, good old Joe. Went to the Grand Canyon, cut number four, Jimmy, went to the Grand Canyon yesterday. Told us all the history of the Grand Canyon. Here's Joe. The Grand Canyon, one of the Earth's nine wonders, hmm? wonders of the world. Huh? Literally. What? Think of that. Huh? You know, it's amazing. Uh-huh. It's amazing that that's not true. <laughs> Nine wonders of the world. Okay, Joe. Let me ask you a question. What does millions in cash, cars, and diamonds get you when you gift them to the Bidens? Apparently, all of the U.S. uranium business. Now, we need uranium for nukes, nuke power, and cancer treatment. As it is now, we buy 95% of uranium from Russia and Russia's satellite uh, countries like Kazakhstan. Now, when Joe Biden was out there yesterday at the Grand Canyon, he put a million acres of uranium mining land off limits, essentially killing U.S. uranium production follow the money as Russia and China are joining forces to produce more nukes aimed at the United States and taking over uranium and Ukrainian nuke sites Joe has shut the US down and out of uranium mining business and that makes us more dependent on Russia and China we are currently sending billions to Russia for uranium now, and we're about to be sending much, much more. Russia. Remember Russia, the country that attacked Ukraine? The country that we are fighting a war against in Ukraine with billions of our dollars, with our boots on the ground over there, by the way, and with our armaments that he has emptied out from our artillery against a country that he is sending billions of dollars to for uranium. And in the United States, he put uranium off limits. One million acres around the Grand Canyon. The Russia-Ukrainian or uranium company, there's only one, was left off the war sanctions list when Joe came up with the sanctions after the Ukrainian-Russian war began. Again, follow the money and the cars and the diamonds. Just don't follow Joe. Here he is, cut number three, with his favorite phrase. Anytime he sees somebody in an elevated position. So they're at the Grand Canyon. Joe's on one side and across a gulf, you know, not the entire canyon, but across the gulf, that's where the reporters were positioned with their cameras. Joe walks over to the edge of the Grand Canyon and hollers at the reporters. 
Don't jump. What he's always telling people. Well, as CNN reports, more than half of Americans believe the economy is still in a downturn and conditions are continuing to get worse. We see it every single day. In 2001, Joe did a masked-up Zoom call with leaders of the EV company known as Proterra. You know how that went? The EV company, Proterra? At that time, this was in 2021, Joe, in the Zoom call, was telling the leaders of Proterra, the CEO and all those people, that your money, your taxpayer money, your money that you're working for right now will go to support them, Proterra, in building EVs and, quote, getting us in the game because China's ahead of us. It's cut number two, Jimmy. Right now we're running way behind China, but you guys are getting us in the game. You guys are getting us in the game. It's going to make a lot of difference. We're going to end up owning the future, I think, if you keep we keep oh, doing yeah. what we're doing. When you start making a thousand buses a year, what are you going to? You're going to need more room for your customers, aren't you? <laughs> yes, sir. When you start making a thousand electric buses a year, boy, that's going to get us in the game. So we're going to give you all this taxpayer money. Proterra declared bankruptcy yesterday, taking all of your taxpayer, your millions, with them. Remember when Barack Obama did it with Solyndra? Joe Biden just did it again. Now, he kicked off his, quote, victory tour yesterday in Arizona for Bidenomics. And when we come back after the news, we're going to talk more about Bidenomics. I'm going to give you some real facts and figures about Bidenomics. And, of course, you're getting two middle fingers from the administration today. <laughs> because remember when the Devin Archer story broke last week and we were told that all Joe ever talked to those crooked business people about was the weather? Well, let's play for you a promo because the cut number five, there's going to be a, uh, an interview that's going to air this morning. Listen to this. Exclusively on the Weather Channel, President Biden discusses the changing climate and the race to save the planet. The Biden climate interview <laughs> tomorrow on America's Morning Headquarters. <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Meteorologist Joe Biden will make his debut on the Weather Channel this morning. <laughs> not sitting down with Fox News, not sitting down with Newsmax, not sitting down with OAN, not even sitting down with me. Sitting down on the Weather Channel. Now look, they're, they're positioning this, and I'm going to get into this here in a little bit more, you know, after the, after the bottom of the hour news. They're positioning this as, you know, an interview about climate change. That's not what this is. This is two metal fingers at you. After they spent all last week saying all he talked about was the weather. And this is telling you to you know what off that yes, we've got you. We've got your number and he's untouchable. And according to Mitch McConnell, he is. Because Mitch McConnell announced yesterday, I won't support going after him with impeachment because impeachment should be very rare. So Joe is 
hands off. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, it's Trey Ware for the off. 535 now at KTSA. Trey Ware here. Good morning. 210-599-5555. Well, uh, President Joe Biden went out to Arizona yesterday. He went to the Grand Canyon. And, you know, that ninth wonder of the world, the Grand Canyon, that he dubbed when he was a kid the first time he was there. He saw it. And he came up with the term, this is God's cathedral. No joke, man. No joke. It's God's cathedral. He's talking about, uh, well, first thing he did, and I explained this in the last half hour, if you're just now getting up, he put one million acres of uranium mining land off limits. So now we rely on China and Russia more as his family receives gifts and money from China and Russia. Hey, nice little loopity-doopity if you can get it, right? Sell out the United States of America and enrich your family at the same time. Traitor. Yesterday after the speech was over, instead of going to the border, which was right over there, because he was right there, and there was a border right there, where cartel gunmen have been coming across in full military gear operating in the United States, uh, locked and loaded, by the way. Uh, instead of going over there to the border, he goes to a fundraiser. And at the fundraiser, he likes to talk about Bidenomics because that's the new thing. They're all out there talking about Bidenomics and how America is so prosperous now thanks to Joe. Without Joe, we wouldn't be prosperous. I like looking at the facts, however. Consumer prices, since Joe has become president, consumers pr consumer prices have gone up 17%, and real wages have gone down 4%, and interest rates are the highest that they have been in 22 years. If we go back to January of this year, the Standard Union Address, he said, thanks to his infrastructure law, we funded 700,000 major construction projects, 700,000 all across America. Well... Yeah, that was a that was an exaggeration by a hundredfold, and the White House had to issue a correction. According to Pete Booty, Transportation Secretary, part of our job is storytelling, and we need to make the case about how we're doing this so great, man. It's a big picture. We got this under control. Hmm. Really? After Friday's job report. Vice President Kamala Harris said, Today, 187,000 more Americans are able to go to work to provide for their family and invest in their future. And the Babylon Bee, <laughs> as they so well do over there, mocked her by saying, uh, White House says Bidenomics so successful, the average American has twice as many jobs as they had two years ago. Because here's the facts about Bidenomics. The number of full-time jobs have plummeted by more than half a million last month. Part-time jobs are surging. What that is telling you is more and more people are picking up second, third, and fourth jobs to pay their way through Bidenomics. Joe says the $50 billion of subsidies for semiconductors via the CHIPS Act, hey, that's another magic wand for the U.S. economy. But the semiconductor market across the world has collapsed. Sales are down 20% this year. Federal subsidies that they put on all of these things that they do and the mandates. All of these new factories that they say they're building here in the United States are going to be uncompetitive in world markets because they're going to have all these constraints on them. 
And right now, Joe Biden is seeking to rebrand the Inflation Reduction Act as a triumph of environmental justice across the current country. And they're putting up signs next to these projects that are happening across the country. Project funded by President Joe Biden. I call it the Biden boondoggles, but I do remember the era when Chairman Mao did that in China and put his face on everything that they were doing in China. Joe following along in his hero, Chairman Mao, and doing it. And I told you last half hour about all the millions of dollars he gave to electrical vehicle company Proterra. You guys are going to get us in the game. We're going to be so competitive now in the electrical vehicle market. You're going to be making a 1,000 buses a month, he said. And Proterra filed for bankruptcy yesterday, taking your money with them. American families under Joe Biden and Bidenomics are paying $10,000 more for the same goods as before because of the higher cost of living. Prices up 17%, wages down 4%. And a growing number of Americans are making emergency withdrawals from their 401k retirement plans. Because of emergencies, people are now tapping into their retirement accounts, their 401k. It's gone up about 36% from the second quarter of 2022. They're called hardship withdrawals. You can go get your 401k money for an immediate and heavy financial need. You can get these, uh, you owe income tax on it. You could be hit with a 10% for early withdrawal fee. Uh, if you're under the age of 59 and a half, there's a lot of other stuff. It's all weedy stuff. I'm not going to take you out in the weeds, but someone who takes a hardship withdrawal, you can't put it back into your 401k, and you can't roll it over into another retirement savings account. You're just basically screwed. But people don't have a choice right now because they can't pay their bills because of Joe Biden Bidenomics. Core prices way ahead of the Fed's 2% target. Americans are not only getting into their 401k, they've just basically tapped out their savings. And now this report that came out yesterday morning, total credit card debt has surged over a trillion dollars. It's the highest it has ever been. The highest level, credit card debt. And right now, because of the high interest rates, the average credit card annual percentage rate, it's at 20%. 20%. It's the highest it's been since 1985. $1 trillion in credit card debt. In the long run, if you owe $5,000 in debt, which average Americans do, Current APR levels will mean it takes about 277 months and $7,700 in interest to pay off that debt, making the minimum payments. So what you're looking at under Bidenomics now, with the increase in the credit card category, helping to push the total household debt to $17 billion, that's 2.9% trillion higher, or 2.9 trillion higher than any other time or at the end of 2019. Auto loan balances are up as well. Bottom line is, he likes to talk about Bidenomics and how great things are. But the cost of everything is up 17% and wages are down 4% from where they were when Donald Trump was president of the United States. Bidenomics is a huge, it's a massive failure on the American people. 
And he continues to, the traitor-in-chief, continues to sell this country out by putting uranium mining a million acres off limits now. We have to go to China. We have to go to Russia. Countries that have been giving money to the Bidens, to the Biden family. We have to go to them now for our uranium. For nukes, for nuclear power, clean energy, and for cancer treatments. We now have to rely on those two countries. Two countries, by the way, that don't like us very much. Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Mark Sedaz. Hotline. I'm so homesick right now. Homesick? I just can't stand You live this. 20 miles up the road. No, 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 no. You don't understand. No, 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 no. no. I want to be like a thousand miles up the road right now. Oh, Sturgis. Yeah. yeah. I'm so homesick right now. Well, you just want to be in the same area as the uh, the governor up there. I do, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you can't say I'm they, they just showed her uh, on Fox. And she, oh, there she is again. Yeah, there she is. She drove up in a NASCAR stock car, got out. Her horse was standing there. And then she walked around and did interviews of people at Sturgis and then got on a motorcycle and rode off. Now, who can't love that? Huh? Who cannot love that? Uh, the folks on MSNBC. <laughs> I'd CNN and ABC. Yeah, they don't. They don't care. <laughs> they don't like her much. He's at all. harping like a teenage boy. I That's really like, know. If it was scratch and sniff television, he would have been right there. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know it's not? They He's put like, a new That's TV my in governor. Here. That's my governor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at least this time of year. So for 83 years, they've been doing the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. Right. right. It's going on right now. Yeah. And this is just my thing, man. And we were there two years ago and going back next year. Um, oh, good for you. Yeah, definitely. And probably it's going to turn out to be one of those annual treks, you know? Right. Um, if I had the money, if I had won the Mega Millions last night, I'd buy me a little place up there for uh, for weekends and stuff like that. A, for $1.5 you could buy the entire state. Well, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's true. You know what's cool about South I mean, Dakota? I don't know a whole lot about South Dakota, but I'm assuming it can be had for a price. <laughs> well, you know it could be, yeah. right? But you, you know the deal about South Dakota is it's uh, – and she leads – Christy Nolan leads this way. They just leave you alone. Yeah. They don't – the government up there, and that's what I love. Uh, that's that's what I want the federal government to do around here. You know, their, their whole thing is as long as you don't hurt somebody else, you're cool. Do what you got to do. Live in freedom. Just don't hurt anybody else. That's it. That's the that's the rule, and that's the way that's the way freedom's supposed to be. Go ahead and do your thing. Just don't hurt anybody else. Yeah. Good Lord, that's a wonderful place. The only wonderful. bummer is, is if you were going to buy land there, you'd have to outbid the Chinese. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, you're right, Jimmy. And they do a lot of that up in North Dakota, too, because we got Minot and all that other stuff up there. And then yeah. in Montana, and they're buying all that land up there. So I don't know. I just, uh, it's, it's, uh, I got friends who are posting their pictures now, and it's just making me like crazy. Making you jealous, rubbing oh, it in. Oh, God. Huh? Rubbing it in. They, yeah, pretty much. What kind of friends do you have, yeah, Trey what are you, what are you doing on. to me? Come on. Stop it. Wow, Leave me alone. Your friends suck. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> do you know who Willie Perry? No, you do. Does anybody else know who Willie Perry was? Willie Perry Jr., anybody else? 
You might know him as DJ Casper, or if you've been to a wedding in the past 10 years, you know who he is. Everybody clap your hands. Oh, yeah. To a wedding lately? Alright. DJ Casper, Willie Perry Jr. passed away yesterday at the age of 58. Had a, like a, I don't know, almost a 10 year battle with kidney cancer. It was a long yeah, time. He, he right. fought it for a long time. But he created this cha cha slide. Yeah, he did. And but that's what you have to do, though. In What's order that? to get white people on the dance floor, you, just... you have to tell them what to do. Yeah, they need instructions. <laughs> they need instructions. It's so true. You can't true. just let them get up there and freestyle. It's no, so it's like, true. All it, right, move to the left. It yes. started with the hokey pokey. Okay, yeah. you're right. You're right. Put your left foot in. Take, yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Oh, it, it is so, you're so true. Because if you remember at the same time that everybody was doing the chow chow, they were also doing a wobble. But they didn't give you instructions on how to wobble. No. So white folk couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, white folk were like, well, okay, so I stand there and I just shake my butt? That's wobbling? No, it's an actual dance. You've got dance moves, but they didn't give out instructions or print a manual. So if there was you... no manual for white folk to read. That's why we hate <laughs> Ikea, but we love it in music. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. It's like, don't tell me how to put furniture together. Right. You know, I'll figure that out. A stick goes in the hole. It's that simple, right? That's it. That's Ikea. Sure. But when it comes to songs, you better dances you better tell me <laughs> step here's step what you have to do left, step to the right clap your hands twice <laughs> chow, 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 chow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first place i ever saw it done was on a cruise ship yeah and it was uh Menix's wife and she was leading a whole crew on this cruise ship doing the cha-cha-cha slide to dj uh casper jason Menix from our espn station right san antonio sports star his wife was leading the whole crew, and she she got down. That girl could get down. She knew what she was doing. It's just she hilarious. can follow instructions. Yes, that's all you got to do. <laughs> Whatever the dude tells you to do, yeah. that's all you got to do. Now, when it comes to wobble, forget about you it. See, just, and that's what you need to do, Trey Wood. Yes, what's that? To, to make the, the money you always, because you're always saying, well, I'm going to be a black rap star. I it's am. never going to happen. What you have to do is make a dance record in which you instruct people how to how to do the how dance. to do the dance? You know? So we're gonna call him DJ Tutorial. That's yeah. it. That's exactly right. <laughs> toots, or toots for short. Well, you know, maybe we'll just update to Hokey Pokey. Well, you say we could do that. No, I'd bring it into the modern no. times. All you got to do is put a backbeat on it. That's it. It's true. And a little mm-hmm. scratch. Put some trap beats on there. You're all set. Oh man, yeah, this could this. Hey, you know we could be onto something. You know, and this guy, this guy, I, I don't know that he had anything else. Uh, he didn't need anything else. Well, but see, that's yeah. what I was going to say. It's kind of like Rupert Holmes. I always refer to him because I asked him personally, is that something you just get sick and tired of doing? If you like pina colada. And he said, no. I mean, you know, I go down to the mailbox and there's a big check waiting mm-hmm. for me in the mailbox. Yeah. So, no. He put he bought this big house and put two girls through college quite well. Yeah. And I'm sure that uh, that he, uh, DJ uh, Casper, was the same way, that 
Every time somebody did a cha-cha-cha slide yep. at a wedding, cha-ching, cha-ching slide went into his bank account. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Clean anyway. it up on that. Yeah. That's all you need to do. That's so that's what you should look into doing this weekend. Coming up with a song, write a song. When you're sitting there in your pool this weekend, write a song. You know, write a song in which you instruct people. <laughs> White how to people. Do- all right. Caucasians had a dance. Going with the cracker shuffle. <laughs> we forgot this one. Here we go. This was this was the DJ Casper too. Is it really? Yeah. This was a big hit. See? Telling people what to do. So again, well, yeah. it's a little do this. Violent. All right, are you white it's people? It's a little do violent. This. Yeah. Upside your head. Oh, upside the head. Oh, God. you got to be a Sikh store owner to do that. A Sikh store <laughs> oh. Slap, slap. Yes. We're gonna, oh, next man. time we show the video of that, we're playing that underneath it. Right no, there. Jimmy likes to play Sikh and Destroy. <laughs> he did that yesterday. It oh, was a really? great joke. It was awesome. <laughs> man, it made did, me double over. Did you, get a, did you give yourself a point for it? He did. He didn't no, give I, I didn't give myself I, a I point. I gave him a point. Oh, good. Okay. He, he yelled at me. He said, oh, what are you doing? It's awesome. Hell are you Jesus, doing Jimmy. <laughs> did, he, did he get a, what's wrong with you? I, you know, yeah. What I mean, is wrong with you? Par for the course. See? You know, the two of them I'm, all day long. I'm getting a T-shirt with that on it. You should. All right, back in just a minute, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here. You know what it is? This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. You know, I think everyone should listen to it. Now on FM 1071. Here we go. Get it, boys. I'd like to say good morning to my pride and joy this morning. It is 6.06 at KTSA, 210-599-5555. I'm Trey, there's Elaine, there's Jimmy, and there's Don. And somebody in Florida is very happy this morning because they picked up $1.5 billion. Although there were seven winners of the second-tier prize of a million dollars, and two bought the Megaplier, so they got $2 million. The five one million were sold in California, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Texas. And Texas. Two mega pliers in Florida and North Carolina. 13, 19, 20, 32, and 33 mega ball to 14 mega plier with two times, blah, blah, blah. Check your ticket. Well, you would think maybe we are headed into an election season in which the Democrats can't run the guy that they've got so far. And I say so far because I'm still not believing he's going to be their guy. But anyway, they're going to have to do the whole thing like they did last time with COVID. So the headline screams this morning, COVID cases up 55% in New York. Doctors are warning Americans. Admissions for COVID increased by 22% compared to the previous week, translating to more than 100 admissions a day. Meanwhile... We have a new variant dubbed EG.5, or you just call her Eris. According to the new alert from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, you know how honest and how reliable and trustworthy they are. The rise in COVID-19 cases isn't limited to New York. No, 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 no. The CDC says 8,000 U.S. hospital admissions for COVID-19 the week ending July 22nd. That's a 12% increase from the week before. Dr. Bernstein saying, the most frightening thing to me is we don't know where that Omicron variant came from. And an even deadlier variant could arise without warning, she said. 
That event could happen at any time. That thought sends chills down my spine. And as new new variants continue to appear, health experts are concerned that we're not prepared for the worst-case scenario. The most frightening thing is if the virus was more deadly, said Anna Bernstein, assistant professor at the Department of Population Health at NYU's Medical School. That's really scary, she said. If a virus had the transmissibility of COVID and was as deadly as MERS, wow. Tests for the COVID-19 aren't as readily available anymore because, well, you know, now that the pandemic is over, insurance companies aren't covering them. So without testing, it's going to be hard for people to know if what they have is COVID, according to Bernstein. And the number of COVID-19 deaths, although they have dropped, she said, still, one out of 100 deaths is something, nothing to sneeze at. We're going to continue to see people hospitalized for covid could be prevented had testing been freely and widely available, said Dr. William Schaffner. Okay, who does not have a million COVID tests stuffed away at their house? Who doesn't have that? That is so asinine. Well, of course it is. It, the whole thing is asinine. Did she release any of the numbers of that the people were immigrants or U.S. citizens no. about that? No. Oh, no. shocking. Yeah, no, of course not. Uh, they're bringing all kinds of stuff here. But wait until you hear the next story about the National Institutes for Health. But here's the end of the story. you got to go through the whole story to get to the end. NYC Health Commissioner Vason and other public health experts are encouraging people to get the updated booster shot. It'll be available in September. You see what they're doing? They're scaring the spit out of people because they want you to get another shot. Get another shot and another shot and another shot. But it won't be long before they don't have to scare you anymore and you won't have to go get a shot. Here's the latest creepiness from the National Institutes of Health funded by U.S. taxpayer dollars. Did you hear about this? They are now vaccinating people using mosquitoes as flying syringes. What they did was, no, seriously, I know this sounds like tinfoil haddishness, right? No, this is coming from a science journal. What they did was they took these uh, mosquitoes, they genetically altered them. They had volunteers come in to do this thing where they stuck their hand in the deal and had the mosquitoes attack. You've seen it. You've seen them like the off commercial, right? And people stick their hands in there, the the mosquitoes, and they were doing it with the malaria thing to, to prevent malaria, right? But. Three to five vaccinations per participant over 30 days. And it took, and it worked. The mosquitoes were able to vaccinate these people, said Dr. Kirsten Like, who, by the way, led the Pfizer COVID trials. They are now leading the trials with these mosquitoes. She says this is a game changer, that we'll be able to genetically alter mosquitoes and have them deliver vaccinations to people around so the globe. How do you tell which ones are the vaccinated mosquitoes? or? I guess they have a little bitty tag little on them. I, I have, they have a little armband. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I really don't know. I don't know how they figured all that out. Uh, the journal didn't talk about that. It just and talked it about the National Institute. three or four bites? They're... Yeah. 
Yeah, three or four. Three or four. But no, what you, if you're you, like Nancy and me oh that my God. mosquitoes would, like, jump on you? Oh, my God. I would never. I, listen, if they're going to use uh, mosquitoes for this, I will never be vaccinated, and <laughs> she'll be vaccinated against everything on planet Earth. We can walk outside for two seconds, be standing next to each other, hip to hip, and all of a sudden, here they come. It's like they have some sort of homing device on her. <laughs> And they go, hey, Nancy's outside. <laughs> and they go right to her. And I just feel so left out. I'm standing there. They won't touch me. They know that my blood is blue, that I've been alive for 1,200 years on this planet, and they don't want to touch my blood. So President Biden has sat down with an in-person interview. You know, he's been avoiding the major press, but no, now he has sat down with the Weather Channel. <laughs> It's going to air this morning. Meteorologist Joe Biden. Do you remember last week? Remember? We had that whole thing, Devin Archer, and, you know, Joe's just talking to Devin Archer's team and all those people about the weather. That's all he talks about when he meets with Hunter's corrupt buddies. It's just about the weather. Yeah, well, today he's supposedly going to talk about climate change on the Weather Channel, but no, this is not about climate change. This is two fingers to America saying, ha, 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 Joe's untouchable. Told you he was the weatherman. All he talks about is the weather. Now he's on the Weather Channel. Ha, 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 ha. By the way, he was asked by Weather Channel meteorologist Stephanie Abrams, let's talk about Generation Z. You know, they're kind of mad at you because you haven't shut down all the drilling in America. And apparently he told her, I tried to. I've been trying to, but the courts won't let me. I tried to close off all drilling on the coasts and the Gulf. Of course, that would give even more business to China and Russia, wouldn't it? Because then we'd, we wouldn't have any drilling in America at all. We'd be completely reliant on China and Russia, who, by the way, gave his son a really nice Porsche, $3.5 million, and, of course, the billion that Rosemont Seneca got from China. Yeah, it's all right. When you're the trader-in-chief, you can sell out your country and turn it all over to China and Russia. By the way, as far as global boiling is concerned, is ABC showing you the massive snowstorms in the mountains of Italy right now with the lowest temperatures ever recorded in history? No, they're not showing you that because that would be completely inconsistent with global boiling. Now, wouldn't it? Let not your heart be troubled. Psalm 46, God is our refuge and our strength and an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and loom and the mountains quake, they're surging. The Lord Almighty is with us. The Lord of Jacob is our fortress. Amen and amen. i got to tell you about Uvalco. When you go out to see my friends, Dan and the team at Uvalco, you're going to find the Mahindra Rocksore. Now, this side-by-side -side UTV is perfect for your deer lease. It's perfect for your ranch land. It's perfect for anything that requires a heavy-duty piece of machinery like the Uvalco Rocksore or the Mahindra Rocksore at Uvalco. When you drive this Rocksore, it's going to feel like getting into one of those Jeeps from back in the wartime. And in fact, that's exactly what they look like. Mahindra designed the Rocksore that way. And it's got that tough Mahindra engine that's big diesel underneath that'll pull anything you want to pull, haul anything you want to haul. If you're hauling some hay, if you're hauling some deer corn, whatever it is, you'll be able to take care of it with the Mahindra Rocksore from Uvalco. Plus, you know what? 
He's just a lot of fun to drive. <laughs> I had such a great time driving this thing, and I know you will too. So why don't you go drive it for yourself and see exactly what I'm talking about. And when you end up buying one, just mention Trey Ware, and they're going to give you $300 to trick it out however you want to, okay? That's the Mahindra Rocksore at Uvalco in Uvalde, Casterville, and Bernie. Sunny at 106 today. Right now it's 78 at KTSA. Good morning, working truck. KTSA.com. Every boy who ever picked up a guitar, first one you had to learn. Sitting on the back porch of my grandparents' house in Houston, Texas, with my cousin Melanie showing me the chords on her rose-colored Stratocaster. I used to scream like that, too, by the way. You I still do. <laughs> I can't scream like that anymore. Yeah. It, not for long, anyway. Yeah. It, it hurts when I start coughing, but, man, back in the day, could I scream that song out and play it, too. Yeah. I don't. I haven't tried to play that song in a while. Maybe I should try that. Give that a shot and do the white boy version of it so that <laughs> with instructions. <laughs> well, well, we'll catch you up on that a little bit later on. Okay. We'll tell you that story right. a little bit later on. Okay. Um, okay, so here's the deal. There's video out this morning of armed men believed to be Mexican cartel members wearing body armor crossing the southern border, and they're now operating in Texas. And nobody knows where they are. They're just freely meandering about with really big weapons of war and body armor on all over the state of Texas. Joe doesn't care, you know. He's out in uh, Arizona uh, raising money. He doesn't. Go, he didn't go to the border in Arizona, by the way. And he's out there, of course, talking about uh, how great he is because he came up with the term God's Cathedral for the Grand Canyon, which, you know, right, Corn Pop was real too, and he's ridden the Amtrak so many times, and blah, 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 another stinking lie from Joe Biden. But we've got the video of cartel operating in the United States. We also have the video of illegal immigrants disrupting commercial operations on the uh, Brownsville Bridge, the Gateway International Bridge down in Brownsville. And yet, that little dweeb, that little boy, boy child man, Juan Castro, comes to Texas, brings along a few other Democrats like Sheila Jackson Lee and Sylvia I can't believe this Garcia and Tony Cardenas and Roland Gutierrez, who wants to be in Washington so bad he can taste it. They're all there slamming the fact that our border security in Texas is working, that it's working, that it's keeping out illegal immigrants. And Hawk can't stand it. Let's go to cut six here, Jimmy, and listen to him moan the blues about the fence and the floating buoys in the water. We treating these asylum seekers, these human beings, like animals. You see the razor wire here. You see right over there those uh, barrel traps that have concertina wire on them. No, they you see don't. clothing of, of people, including kids, that are that's stuck to the wire, literally stuck to the razor wire. No, it's not. They're forcing Border Patrol to stay away from some of these areas. Okay, that's good. That's good. He's calling it a barbaric campaign of cruelty against migrants that uh, Greg Abbott's number one boogeyman is the border and migrants. Listen, uh, first of all, uh, Walk is looking for a, um, a, a, uh, a photo op. 
All right, and that's all that was yesterday was just a photo op, especially with Sylvia Garcia crying, literally crying like AOC. I've never seen anything like this in our country. These barriers, it looks like they're trying to trap wild hogs. It's so cruel. All right. First of all, Greg Abbott is a target for the left. They are trying desperately to turn Texas blue. They have been importing voters from California left and right, turning Texas blue. So Greg Abbott is on their radar screen. They want him gone Joaquin Castro, <laughs> I got your number, babe. I've known you since you was a kid. You're so full of crap. <laughs> oh, I know you don't like the country. And I know your mama taught you and your bro not to like America. I know that's a fact. Okay. <laughs> but you're nothing but an empty suit, dude. And, and I know that about you, okay? First of all, you're a liar. Second of all, you're an empty suit. So this was nothing more than a photo op and a shot at Greg Abbott because, Joaquin, I know you don't care about people here in Texas, and you don't care about the migrants, the illegal immigrants who are coming across the border. You know I know that? Because we've sent you the pictures of the dead bodies on the ranches and the trash piled high all along the border and on the ranches and the destruction to the ranches. And you know what? You didn't even care one little bit to respond when the pictures were presented to you. You didn't even say a word about any of that. But you'll take some cameras down to the border and scream about how awful it is down there that people can't freely come into this country. No, they can walk. They can freely come into America. You know what they got to do? They got to come over here and do it legally, see? And and, and that wire that you're talking about and those flowing booties, buoys that you're talking about, they're actually saving lives. Because people are looking at that and saying, I'm not going to try to swim that river anymore. I think I'll try to get in legally. So lives are being saved every day by Greg Abbott, the floating buoys, and the wire up and down the border. Now, walk. why aren't you talking about all the trash? Why aren't you talking about the deaths in our schools and in our communities from fentanyl being brought across the border? Why aren't you talking about that? How many kids die? every day from fentanyl that has been brought across the border. How come you don't talk about that, Walk? How come you don't care about people in this country who have been deeply affected in a negative way by all the illegal immigration that has come in here? The crime, like the MS-13 gangbangers that come in, they go up to Long Island and they kill a bunch of kids up there. You don't say anything about that. You haven't said anything about all the people that are sleeping all over the streets of San Antonio puking on themselves, just splayed out, that came out here illegally, and they're laying all over the streets downtown. Did you take a camera crew down there to show that walk? No, you don't care. You don't care. I got your number, babe. I know who you are, and I know what you're doing, and we're not buying it. Um, but don't listen to me. Why don't you cut one here? Why don't you listen to one of your copares there in uh, in Congress? Here's uh, here's my good friend and my congressman, Chip Roy. Let him have these it. cartels are emboldened and they are empowered by a president who does not care about our southern border. He is allowing it to become completely run by the cartels. And if anybody has not seen the sound of freedom, go see it. Go see what's happening in the world. Go see who has the power. Go see who is 
you know, abusing these young girls, these young children. We're allowing that to happen on our watch. No more. That's my message. Governor Abbott is being sued, sued by the Department of Homeland Security and by this administration because he dares to try to stop the flow at our border, to stop the death, the fentanyl, to stop the poisonings, to stop arm intruders. You know, the president and this administration could go straight to hell. We have a job to do. In Congress, my message to all my Republican colleagues, we are not going to fund a government that's at war with the people of Texas. We are not, not going to fund a government that's perpetuating the lawlessness, empowering cartels, allowing fentanyl to kill Americans, and allow little girls to get raped in stash houses in Texas. All Enough? Right. That's good. Hey, Walk, why don't you listen to uh, your copay there, Chip Roy. In the state of Texas... We're not going to allow cartels to bring fentanyl in here and rape little girls. That's what you want. You're cool with fentanyl. You're cool with little girls getting raped here and thrown into slavery. You're good with that. We're not in the state of Texas, and we're going to stop it. And boys. And boys. Absolutely right. All right, i got to tell you about Amogee Bank and the great team at Amogee Bank that will put together a wonderful program to help your money grow for your family. You know, your family is everything, right? Of course, and Amogee knows that as well. Can I talk to you about family-run businesses for just a minute? This is a really big deal that people are now realizing, you know what? I can create my own financial security, my own financial future for not only myself and my wife or my husband, but also our kids and our grandkids with a family-run business. But you may not know how to get started. You may not know the rules and the laws and what are the best ways to market it and get it to get, get my widget off to the market and everything. Well, your friends over at Amogee can help you answer all those questions and then, of course, the financing. When it comes to the money, they got more than $12 billion in assets. They're so easy to work with. They're so solid, strong, and firm. They're going to stand with your family-run business no matter what it takes to help you be successful with your family-run business. Whatever you have ever aspired to do, then turn to Amogee, sit down with them, and put your plan together and go out and rock the world with it. That's Amogee Bank. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Martin Bobble with Window World. There has never been a... S.A. That'd be us. Yeah, baby. 638, Trey Ware, KTSA. So Joe Biden flew across the country in a really big jet followed by other really big jets and fighter jets and more jets carrying big black SUVs for him to ride around in and tell you how you have to sacrifice for the climate. And then, of course, what does millions in cash and cars and diamonds gifted to the Bidens apparently get you? Well, it gets you all the uranium biz from the United States. One of the things that Joe did yesterday was put millions of acres of uranium mining off limits. Now, we're already buying about 95% of our uranium that we need for nukes, for cancer treatment, and for nuclear power plants for clean energy. Uh, we already buy about 95% globally. But now, because of what he's doing with that million acres, um, now we'll be buying all of it. And basically, all of it is coming from Russia and China. Hmm. Yeah, it's good to be a Biden to be a traitor, my view, anyway. Let's talk with John Hayward from Breitbart.com on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Morning, John. Good morning. Well, I think after we learned that Joe Biden was such a master of delivering weather reports to Chinese businessmen <laughs> and Russian oligarchs when Hunter was on the phone, it was only a matter of time before he went to the Weather Channel. That could have been a job interview for after he's done being president. He'll take over the meteorology desk. 
meteorologist Joe Biden, man. It's so hilarious. And you know what that is? I, I'm looking at that as two fingers, two middle fingers to the American people saying, hey, look, see, we told you he was a weatherman. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the American people have absorbed a lot of abuse from the Biden administration. And, you know, according to the polls, he still has a fighting chance of, of getting reelected. So I guess we haven't hit our threshold yet. I would think that this stuff that you mentioned about, you know, giant air fleets and fleets of SUVs taking him to complain about global warming and tell you that you have to make do without air conditioning. I would have thought that would have broken people's patience long ago. But apparently, the, you know, the climate change movement, they're OK with that. They, they think their leadership class are special people that deserve these lavish perks and luxuries. But it's you, the little guy that needs to suffer in the name of climate change. I don't think there's anybody in the climate change movement that appears to be seriously disturbed by the lavish carbon-spewing habits of the elite class. No. I've never seen a single criticism of it. Well, let's talk about Bidenomics because that's what he likes to talk about and what uh, Kamala spent her day talking about yesterday. American families are paying $10,000 more for the same goods as before because of the higher cost of living. Prices are up 17%, while real-world uh, wages are down 4%. And, uh, John, it came out yesterday how people are just basically out of their savings now. They've completely wiped out their savings. So now they're rating their 401Ks with these hardship uh, drawdowns on 401Ks. And they're running up credit card debt to its highest level in history, John. Yeah, they're running up credit cards and they're not buying houses anymore because houses have been priced out of their reach. Houses and interest payments on mortgages are so high that people are just giving up on the dream of homeownership, which is disastrous. Owning property is hugely important for getting people out of poverty and, and solidly into the middle class, building generational wealth. It's a disaster that people aren't buying houses. But that's, that's the debtor nation mentality we're in. And I think the Biden people, the lefties, they're a little surprised that people are not giving up on being upset about inflation. They really thought you were going to get used to it by now. They started peddling this ridiculous, nonsensical crap a couple of months ago that, that Biden's bringing inflation down. He's not. The rate that it's getting worse at is lowering, but it's still getting worse, you know, and it's still far worse than it was when he took office. They really thought that, that line was going to sell, and they, they look a little flummoxed that people aren't buying it, that they're still going to the store and seeing how expensive everything is and looking at their shrunken paychecks, and they're still angry. Well, you know, I had a report out yesterday that the average American family uh, household is down $5,000 underneath what they have to have just to pay, just to meet their what, whatever it is, their living expenses, right? We're not talking about the niceties. We're not talking about movies. We're not talking about anything, you know, weekend trips. What we're talking about is just paying the bills. And when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter what, if you're Democrat or Republican or whatever you are, if you're sitting there at the kitchen table trying to figure out, okay, do I pay the light bill this month or do I buy groceries this month? And that's where Americans are under this president. And I remember, I, I, I don't know how old you are, John, but I remember very well the, uh, the, the Jimmy Carter years. And we're right back there. That's exactly where we are. And interest rates are headed to where they were under Jimmy Carter. And, and yet, you know, when we had the midterm elections, people had a chance to vote against this, and the Democrats did okay. I mean, that's why I think the Democrats thought that you were absorbing this punishment, and you weren't super angry anymore, and you could be persuaded to vote Biden back into office. And they might be right. You know, the polls haven't swung in a way that suggests that Biden's a dead man walking at the polls or anything like that. So I don't know. People are angry about it, but they're apparently not necessarily willing to change their voting habits to get anything different. You know, his boss, uh, when he was vice president to Barack Obama, 
Obama had the Solyndra thing where he gave all that money, all that taxpayer money to Solyndra who went uh, belly up. And then he laughed at us and said, well, I guess, you know, those uh, shovel-ready jobs weren't so shovel-ready after all. I want to play some sound from uh, Cut to Jimmy. This is from 2021. Joe Biden, a masked-up Zoom call with leaders of an EV company making, making buses called Proterra. And he basically is telling them that our taxpayer money would go to support them building these big electronic buses and get us into the game with everybody else in the world who's building them. Right now we're running way behind China, but you guys are getting us in the game. You guys are getting us in the game. It's going to make a lot of difference. We're going to end up owning the future, I think, if you keep, we keep oh, doing yeah. what we're doing. When you start making 1,000 buses a year, what are you gonna, you're going to need more room for your customers, aren't you? Yes, sir. <laughs> Right now, we're running away. Yeah. So we found out yesterday Proterra declared bankruptcy, taking your taxpayer dollars with them, just like Solyndra did. And a lot of us that were paying attention to this stuff under Obama warned that if you put Democrats back in power, you're going to get more Solyndras. Obama didn't think Solyndra was a disaster. It did exactly what he wanted it to. Nobody in the Obama administration, including Biden's handlers, the people that run him today, none of them looked at Solyndra and said, oh, my God, we better never do that again. People will just come after us with pitchforks and torches. They rubbed their hands together and said, well, we got away with that one. Let's do it again. And they did it on a galactic scale with electric vehicles, the greatest boondoggle, I think, arguably in American industrial history is the electric vehicle industry. Endless, endless, endless taxpayer subsidies shoveled into these cars and nobody wants them. They're a niche product for a couple of rich people that can afford Teslas. Nobody else is buying electric vehicles. And every time they force you to spend money on electric vehicles, that's money going into the pockets of the Chinese. The Chinese are the primary beneficiaries of the EV industry. They sell all the components. They sell all the raw materials. They're increasingly cornering the market on the cars themselves and markets where they compete. So th this is a massive wealth transfer transfer from working Americans to the Chinese Communist Party. And, and people should be more angry about it than they are. And add to it the uranium that I was just talking about. And I believe he's a traitor. I think he has committed treason by selling out the American people to enrich himself and his family. And we'll go back to what you said last week when we wrapped it up. And that's where we'll wrap it up. You did say when we were listening to the Devin Archer stuff, this is treason and he ought to be impeached, but I don't think he will be. Well, you're right and prophetic as you always are. Mitch McConnell saying yesterday, you know, impeachment ought to be rare. It's not good for the country. So Ms. McConnell is already saying that the Senate Republicans will not be in on impeachment of Joe Biden. Well, yeah, it ought to be rare, except the Democrats impeached Donald Trump over nothing just to score a couple of cheap political points and made a farce of the entire project. And when they do things like that, they know that when the shoe is on the other foot, there's going to be an establishment Republican walking up and saying, oh, nope, 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 let's not do this. We must be solemn. We must play by Marquis of Queensbury rules. Let's tie our hands behind our back. We must never do this. And it's predictable as the rainfall that that was going to happen. Absolutely right. John Hayward, Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero, Year One, Wednesdays at this time here on KTSA. Thank you, John. We'll talk next week. Thanks very much for having me. You know, it's 646 now at KTSA, and your friends at foundationsupportspecialist.com would like to visit with you and inspect your foundation absolutely free. It's not going to cost you anything, and there's no obligation whatsoever to get this foundation inspection. Now, they look at every aspect of it to make sure that you don't have the beginnings of a failure or you might be midway through a failure, particularly if you see signs inside your house where you see cracks in the sheetrock and doors that don't open and close properly and things like that, windows that you can't get open. Oh, you're stretching trying to get the window open and you can't get it open or whatever. 
well, that's when you really need to get in touch with foundationsupportspecialist.com and have them come out and take a look at your foundation. But you may have a problem, and none of those signs exist. You can already be having a foundation failure issue, and you don't see it. And I don't say things to scare you. I'm just telling you that your house, literally, with a foundation problem, starts to come apart at the seams. You start to have the framing start to pull apart from each other and all that kind of stuff. So what you want to do is just have them come out and inspect it. And there's no obligation whatsoever. They don't charge you for it. They'll take a look at it. If you're okay, that that's what they're going to tell you. Everything's fine. But if you've got a problem, they've got a fix for your foundation, regardless of what your foundation is, that is guaranteed for the life of the structure with a transferable warranty. Log on today and mention Trey Ware when you do at foundationsupportspecialist.com. Hi, Trey Ware here for Lifestyles Unlimited, a Reeves Maker Hotline. You know that's probably my favorite Henley record, right? Uh, it's a good one. How many times do I talk about it? Mm. I can recite every line in this song. I know you can too. Kick them drums in, baby. Want some dirty laundry? I've got plenty of my own. <laughs> I'm not talking about your undies and your socks oh, now. Okay. That's not what I meant by that. I got to tell you guys about Peggy Jones. You want to know about Peggy Jones? Huh? Peggy's out on tractor the other day up in uh, Silsby, Texas. And she's riding along cutting the grass. And while she's cutting the grass, all of a sudden... Snake done fell on her arm out of the sky. <laughs> and when the snake fell on her arm, <laughs> it wrapped itself around her arm. Oh, no. Poor Peggy driving along on a tractor. Yeah. All she's doing is just trying to cut the grass. That's all, man. And that's that snake done wrapped itself around her arm like that and was hanging on for dear life. When all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a hawk done swooped down on her, too. Oh, God, it just gets better. <laughs> And so she got a hawk on one arm, handful of steering wheel, a tractor while she's trying to cut the grass. And on the other arm, she got a big old snake wrapped around it. And uh, next thing she knows, the hawk starts attacking the snake. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> what? Well, the, the hawk dropped the snake from the sky. That's how they kill snakes. It's exactly what happened. Yeah, I'll and it landed yeah. on the lady. Well, yeah. it's good that you brought the hawk in because I'm thinking, oh, geez, now they have flying snakes. <laughs> yeah, no. See, I wasn't going to get to there yeah. yet, Jimmy. See, oh, you, damn it, you, I did it again. You, you, Sorry. Did a little, you did a little premature action there because I, I know how scared he is of snakes, and I didn't want him thinking that the hawk had dropped the snake, but that, that's obviously what happened. Right. The hawk swoops down, grabs a snake, hawk's flying along, and for some reason, snake falls out the hawk mouth which is rare but it did happen and it fell it just happened peggy just happened to be in the wrong place at the right time and the snake done fell don't on peggy with their talons or their feet. yeah but they drop them from height so the snake falls and hits the ground That's dead it. typically exactly. when the snake's bigger they'll do that on the dropping thing this was yeah. a four and a half foot snake see okay oh. see really? that make, that makes total the, sense the hawk was using some type of strategy <laughs> yeah gravity <laughs> That's gravity exactly. strategy yeah. to right. kill the snake that's what they do see but poor peggy she just right she's just trying to cut the grass that's she all was, she was downwind and uh, yeah that's right and now she got a hawk fight on her while she's driving a tractor trying to kill a snake and boy she don't know if a snake's poisonous or not you know mm. So uh, after she's able, after the hawk got the snake off of her and flew away with the snake, she goes around the front yard where her husband Wendell was. Wendell, 
Wendell was driving the other tractor. Wendell Jones. <laughs> Wendell wears suspenders, Wendell. guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed Wendell wears suspenders. Wendell and Peggy. <laughs> Wendell's over there cutting the front yard, and he rushes her on into the emergency room, and they, you know, they do all the work on her and get her all patched up. And she's her fine. arm was messed up. Yeah. Wow. And she said, you know, that's it really, you know, I got, got a little traumatized by all this because yeah. two years ago I was bitten by a venomous snake. <laughs> Well, if Wendell wouldn't be at the VFW, he'd be yeah. working on the snakes around the yard. That's right. She's down said, there listening to the jukebox, drinking some beer. Right. She'd be home mowing the grass. Smoking a Winston. Yeah. He ought to be home taking care of his wife. So oh, she would have to be out there. Now you guys know that he put his teeth in before he took her to the emergency room. <laughs> you think so? Leave Wendell alone. Yep. Well, we got to go to some fancy place like the ER <laughs> put my teeth in. Because <laughs> I may have to stop at the VFW yeah. and get a beer on the way home. I wouldn't want the boys from the VFW to see me without my chompers, would you? So anyway, she she wrapped up by saying, I have nightmares and I don't sleep all that much. <laughs> God. <laughs> why, now, why would this woman be having nightmares other than know. she's sleeping next to Wendell? You know? <laughs> can, you, can you imagine how that conversation at church the next day went when the pastor showed up? Now, Wendell and Peggy, you were missing from the ice cream social this afternoon. <laughs> unless, of yeah, course, you wouldn't believe this. <laughs> yeah, well, unless they go to snake handling church. That's another thing altogether. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you about Hess Fitness products oh, and no. how you can get in better, the best shape of your life in the cool comfort and safety of your own home by using equipment from Hess Fitness products. That's right. They have a large selection of treadmills, ellipticals, bikes. They have weight machines. They have free weights available. They have kettlebells. They have dumbbells. They have Pilates stuff. They have stuff for yoga, yoga mats. They have it all at Hess Fitness Products. That's why that's where I go for my workout gear. Whether it's for your home or your commercial facility, they've been around since 1981 for over 40 years, and they have been able to handpick the best manufacturers in the industry, and they have the best price guarantee, too, always. They always have, and they always will. You're going to love this team over there. They're not pushy salespeople. They're consultants. Help you make the best decision that's right for you. It's Hest, H-E-S-T, Hest is best. Hest Fitness Equipment, look better, feel better, and do more. Hess Fitness Equipment, 281 and 1,000 Oaks. If you're going to buy a UTV, there's no better UTV than...